Exodus chapter 7, we'll read verses 4 and 5 together. New American Standard Bible, let's go. When Pharaoh does not listen to you, I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my armies, my people, the sons of Israel, from the land of Egypt by great judgments. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I extend my hand over Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from their midst. Then they will know. Come on, everybody. Jesus is Lord. Thank you for your word today. We're ready. We need your word. Let your word have free course. Holy Spirit, open our understanding to this word. And we give you praise and we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. These two passages of Scripture, which we've chosen as our text today, in which we read together, God is speaking to Moses. These passages, these words spoken to Moses by God himself, they're central. These two scriptures are central to one of the greatest acts of God in the history of mankind. In that God revealed his plan to Moses. These words were spoken on Mount Sinai as Moses is with God. He would come down from that mountain carrying the Ten Commandments. And God said, Pharaoh will not listen to you. I will lay my hand on Egypt. I will bring out my armies, my people, the sons of Israel from the land of Egypt by great judgments. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I extend my hand over Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from their midst. God revealed his plan to Moses to demonstrate his mighty power over Pharaoh and to bring Israel out of Egypt. In fact, the words bring out, I will bring out my people, appear twice in both of these passages. And let me define these words, bring out. They mean to go out or come in generally. In fact, the words bring out have so many meanings generally to go out or come in, but specifically the words bring out mean the rising of the sun, the rays of light breaking through the darkness, springing up of plants or new shoots that are breaking through the soil. I'm going to bring out <laughs> my armies, my people, the sons of Israel from the land of Egypt by great judgments. Now listen carefully. God said, I'm going to do so, and I'm going to reveal my power and my glory in such a way that it will be known it will be seen, the master of breakthroughs, 
bringing his people out. In verse 4, I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my armies. And then in verse 5, when I extend my hand over Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel, Egypt will know that I am God. I want you to think about this for a moment. The amazing miracles performed by God for Israel's deliverance are centered around breakthrough. Breakthrough, the rising, I bring them out, which speaks of the, of the rising of the sun, the rays of light piercing or breaking through the darkness, the springing up of plants, new shoots breaking through the soil. God said, this is what I'm going to do when I extend my hand. You will see after 450 years of bitter bondage and slavery, you will see breakthrough as I extend my hand. This is so powerful, showing us that God is so incredibly powerful and faithful. And today I want to lay that as my, as my foundation for the continuation of our theme for 2024, Breakthroughs extended. Breakthroughs extended. God's desire and design for each of us, I believe, is that we encounter breakthroughs in 2000, that we continue to encounter breakthroughs in 2024 to the furthest extent of our lives, that we see God breaking through to the very furthest extent of our lives. There's still so much more for each of us this year. Breakthroughs extended to us. But what's really necessary? What is it that is required to see breakthroughs extended? And by way of review, we began last week. Breakthroughs extended require, number one, repentance. Repentance. And how powerful as we turn to the Lord on our ninth day today, of 21 days of prayer and fasting as we come before him and turn to him, setting our hearts before him. How powerful last weekend as we shared together and the response of the word of God as we move forward to repent and to get ourselves in order. Repentance, breakthroughs extended require repentance. Now today, go with me to 2 Kings chapter 23, and verse 25, 2 Kings 23, 25 says, There was no king to compare with Josiah, neither before nor after, a king who turned in total and repentant obedience to God, heart and mind and strength, following the instructions revealed to and written by Moses. The world would never again see a king like Josiah. I want us to read that again. There was no king to compare with Josiah, neither before nor after. A king who turned in total and repentant obedience to God, heart and mind and strength, following the instructions revealed to and written by Moses. The world would never again see a king like Josiah. That's from the message translation. Verse 25 of 2 Kings 23 from God's word translation says, no king before Josiah 
had turned to the Lord with all his heart, soul, and strength as directed in Moses' teachings. No other king was like Josiah. I'm going to read that again because we're going to focus in on some things inside this passage. No king before Josiah had turned to the Lord. Everybody say turned to the Lord. Had turned to the Lord with all his heart, soul, and strength. Listen, as directed in Moses' teaching, no other king was like Josiah. By way of review, Josiah was king of Judah for 31 years. He began his reign at the tender age of eight years old. In his 16th year as king, Josiah began to seek. The Bible says he began to seek after the Lord. And there was no king of Judah who followed the ways of God as Josiah did. Josiah never deviated from them, from the ways of God at any point or at any time during his tenure as king, king of Judah. And the Bible says in his 18th year of kingship, when he was 26 years of age, he began to repair the temple and restore it to its former condition. And in the process of renovating the temple, a copy of the book of the law, the Pentateuch, was discovered. It was discovered by Hilkiah, the high priest. And Hilkiah, the high priest, shared his discovery with a man named Shaphan, who was the king's secretary. And Shaphan read it. He read the book of the law. And after reading it, he informed the king, Josiah, that a copy of the book of the law had been found. And he read it, Shaphan read it to King Josiah. The moment that King Josiah heard the words being read, he responded. The king responded by turning to the Lord in brokenness, immediately requiring the book. He turned to the Lord in brokenness and in repentance, and then he immediately required that the book be read to every leader and to every individual in the nation. And so the entire leadership base, the entire nation was gathered together and the book of the law was read to them all. Now last week we learned that to repent, it means to turn, to turn, to turn away from and to turn to, to turn away from sin, to turn away from compromise and to turn to God. For breakthroughs to be extended, listen everybody, for breakthroughs to be extended to us this year, we need to return. We need to turn again. Turn again to those things which set us up for breakthrough. To turn away from and to return, to turn again. Secondly, and I want you to get this, 
I'm praying that breakthroughs will be extended to us this year. And I believe as we return, I believe that it's so powerfully necessary and important for us to return to the Word. To return to the Word of God. Let breakthroughs be extended by returning to the Word of God. And this is a truth that I want to take a few moments with us today because it's so incredibly and powerfully important. I believe it's such a need in the lives of so many people to repent and turn back to the Word, to repent for leaving off the Word. 2 Kings 23-25, as we just read, says there was no king to compare with Josiah, a king who turned in total and repentant obedience to God. When did that happen? When he heard the reading of the word. When he heard the word being read to him by his secretary, Shaphan, he returned, he came back. The Bible says he rent his garments and he, he repented and he came back fully into that place of brokenness before God upon hearing these words. So what is this scripture referring to? A king who turned in total and repentant obedience to God. Well, in the book of 1 Kings chapter 16 through 22 and also 2 Kings chapter 21, we have the accounts of the kings of Judah such as Ahab. We have the accounts of Jezebel. We have the accounts of Manasseh. It says of Manasseh that there was no king prior to him or after who did such evil. We have the king called Ammon showing us that the generations before Josiah had ignored the word. In fact, the book of the law had been lost. It was discovered in the temple when Josiah the king required that the temple be renovated. Generation after generation had moved away from the word of God, from the laws of God. We're no longer keeping Passover. We're no longer keeping the feast. Generation after generation had moved away from the commands of God. And Ahab, Jezebel, all of the Manasseh, all of these kings prior to Josiah, so many of them moving away from the law of God. This shows us that generations had forgotten. Generations had ignored. Generations had moved away from the word of God. But when Josiah heard it, the moment he heard it, he called the leaders, the young and the old, to listen and to commit themselves to follow the word with all their heart. The scripture says he stood in the temple by the pillar of the temple as the book was being read, as the law was being read, requiring all of his leadership to be standing, listening to the word of God. And they returned. He required them to listen and commit themselves to follow the word of God with all of his heart. Listen, brothers and sisters, breakthroughs extended to us in 2024. 
How are they going to come when we turn in repentance, turn away from whatever it is that's distracted us, whatever it is that's taken our love and our, our, our hunger for this word, turn away from it and turn to God. Come on, I want to I talk to you for the next few moments on return to the reading of the word of God. Return to the reading of the Bible. You know, we're into day nine now of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And uh, I want to just challenge us today. If you're not reading the Bible through, you need to jump onto version. Get online and jump onto version and download a plan and begin to read the Bible. Take a few, two or three hours and catch up with us. And let's, uh, let's read the Bible through in 2024. Let's spend time reading the Word of God this year. Let's return to the Scriptures. Let's open the Word of God. How did Josiah turn to the Lord with all his heart like none other? By returning to the Word. By returning to the law of God. We need to read the Bible. We need to read it and reread it. Come on. We need to read it and reread it. Get into the Word of God. Let this word take preeminence this year. Let this word, just read it. Just get it inside of you. It's what's going to propel you and bring you into that place of breakthrough and see breakthroughs extended in your life. Come on. What does this look like practically for us? Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20 says, My son, pay attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Pay sufficient attention to the word so you don't fall. Pay sufficient attention. Give attention to the word of God so that you don't fall. Turn to the word first before any opinion. Turn to the word of God first. In 2024, before you read any blog, come on, let's get practical now. Turn to the word of God first. News. Before you turn to the news, open the scripture. Come on, research, social media, trending thoughts, emotion, or anything else. Turn to the word of God. Let the word of God be the voice over all the other voices. Let the word of God speak clearly over all the emotion that may be in the moment. Let the word of God have its full impact in your life this year before any opinion I take the opinion of the word I take the truth of the word of God over the opinion of those around me we must turn to the word we must return to the word turn again and again take stock what do you turn to first come on what do you turn to first every every morning when you wake up what do you turn to first WhatsApp, Facebook, Facebook's not as popular as it used to be, but I encourage you to get your face in the book. Come on, turn first of all to the Word of God in 2024, in Jesus' name. Think about how much content that we consume daily. I want you to think about this. How much content that we consume daily? Start by setting your mind 
on the Word of God. Come on, read and read and read the Scriptures. Come into a place where we can discipline ourselves to read the Word of God, that the Word of God will have priority and take preeminence in our lives. This is how Josiah brought the entire nation, the entire nation of Judah back to God after generation after generation had ignored and forsaken and given up the word of God. Josiah, the moment he heard it read, it so impacted him that he got all of his leadership together and then the entire nation together and all the the books of the Pentateuch, all the first five books of the Bible were read in the hearing of the entire nation. And the nation was brought back to God. The late Billy Graham said, if you are ignorant of God's word, you will always be ignorant of God's will. If you are ignorant of God's word, you will always be ignorant of God's will. How many times we cry out to know the will of God. Oh God, I need to know your will. Open the pages of this book. Begin to read the word of God and it will become clear to you. And then memorize the word. Memorize the word. Come on, let's first return to reading the word. Breakthroughs will be extended for us as we return to the word. Turn once again to God's word. For his word contains life. His word contains the power to deliver us from every bondage in our life. His word is all we need right here. Come on, turn to it. Return to reading, simply reading the Word. Discipline yourself with a daily reading program, a daily reading opportunity to go through the Bible in one year. Read and read. Get it, soak it, and then memorize the Word. Memorize the Word. Proverbs 4.21 says, Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. We need to go back to the old-fashioned commitment of Scripture memorization. And not just to pass a test in insight. Ask yourself, since you've graduated from insight, how many Scriptures have you memorized? Let me look down while I ask that question. You see, what is hidden in your heart will come out in testing. And so hide the word of God in your heart. Put the word of God in there, in your heart. We must make a study of our God. We must take time to acquaint ourselves with our God. We must come to find out what he loves, what he hates, how he speaks, how he acts. We cannot imitate a God whose features and habits we have never learned. Come on, church. We cannot imitate a God whose features and habits we have never learned. We must make a study of Him if we want to become like Him. We must read and memorize and acquaint ourselves with His Word. We must come to know His Word and live by His Word. And finally, reread what God has already spoken to you. Come on, return to the reading of the Word and then memorize the Word. 
and then reread what God has already spoken to you. Take notes on Sunday and read them during the week. Go back through your ramas. Go back through the prophetic word that has been spoken over your life. Remind yourself concerning the word that God has imparted and planted into your life and into your heart. Reread what God has directed. You see, church, as we repent, we are returning to the reading of the word. We are turning away from those things that have so distracted us all the social media things that have kept us. I pray that in these days of prayer and fasting, you're just laying those things down and you're turning to the Word of God and we're seeking and spending time in prayers, fasting and reading and soaking in the Word of God, rereading what God has already ministered to us and reacquainting ourselves with the Word of God. Now I want to finish with Exodus chapter 34, verses 23 and 24, and then verses 27 and 28. Listen to these words. Three times a year, all of your men must come to worship me. Three times a year, all of your men must come to worship me, the Lord, the God of Israel. After I have driven out the nations before you and extended your territory, no one will try to conquer your country during the three festivals. The Lord said to Moses, write these words down because it is on the basis of these words that I am making a covenant with you and with Israel. Moses stayed there with the Lord 40 days and nights Eating and drinking nothing, he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Three times a year, all of your men must come to worship me, the Lord, the God of Israel, after I've driven out the nations before you and extended your territory, no one will try to conquer your country. The Lord said to Moses, write these words down because It is on the basis of these words that I'm making a covenant with you and with Israel. Moses stayed there with the Lord 40 days and nights, eating and drinking nothing. He wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. We're going to do something that many, many years ago we used to do quite regularly and consistently. When we were over in Lusaka, we had the men memorize the Ten Commandments. So men, we're going we're to lead the way today in this message. And we're going to memorize the Ten Commandments. Amen? Because that's what the Scripture says here. All the men must come and worship me. And they, you know, I believe if we as men can learn and live by the Ten Commandments, it'll turn everything around. The breakthroughs that we will see, brothers, just by this one, just us as the leaders in our home, us as men, if we will just memorize the Ten Commandments. And so we're going to do that. We're going to just share them together as men right now. Is this good? 
We're going to post these on our website, and uh, so you can download them, and you can just go with them every day, have them right there, and we're going to have them memorized together. Let's go. You shall, I want to hear the men now. Come on. You shall have no other gods before me again. You shall not make for yourself a carved image. Let's read it. You shall not make for yourself a carved image. Any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Come on, men. You got it. Come on, let's encourage our men. I want to challenge us to memorize these. Can we go through them one more time? Let's go. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Give him praise today. Let us live by them, Father. I want us to pray together. You say, Pastor, I just need to, in the midst of this days of prayer and fasting, I just need to repent and return to the Word of God. Pastor, I just need to repent. I, I've really struggled with a love for the Word of God. I want that renewed in my life. I, I find myself so distracted and I'm reading all kind of other things, but I know that breakthroughs are extended to me this year and I want to come back to my first love. I want to come back to that hunger that I had for the Word of God when I first came to know the Lord, when I was first filled with the Holy Spirit. And pastor, I want to turn away from every distraction. And as a believer, I want to turn back to the Word of God today and let this book, let His Word take 
preeminence in my life. Come on. God, return us. God, return to each one of us in Jesus' name. That passion, that heart, that desire that we had for your word, oh God. That love that we have had for your word. Father, we pray you'll forgive us. Lord, we repent right now. We turn away from those things that have been distracting us and pulling us down and taking our attention. God, we pray that we will give sufficient attention to your word. That God, we will discipline ourselves and we will begin to read your word each and every morning, each and every day. God, we will hide your word in our hearts. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for moving away from the principles of your word and not keeping them as a priority in our lives. I pray for every man in this congregation, oh God, every leader in the home. Lord, in this year of 2024, thank you for our men breaking through, our men breaking through, that breakthroughs are extended to every man, every leader, oh God, as, the, as we seek to memorize and live by and obey the Ten Commandments, oh God, that we will see you turn things around in our lives. Strengthen our men, oh God, and encourage them and bless them. God, cause them to continue to be the men that you have put your hand upon them to be, that God, they're going forth under a mighty anointing of your presence. I thank you for your love for them and every family here, every wife, every young man and young woman, oh God, every child, thank you, Father, for your mighty power at work in us and that breakthroughs are extended to us this year as we read your word, as we spend time memorizing your word, as we reread the things you have spoken to us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Come on, take it. Let's live it. Let's walk in it. Amen, everybody. Let's have a breakthrough week, everybody. Let's go and get into this word. Come on, give God the praise and the glory. Have an amazing week. God bless you.